0: Hello and welcome to podcast 106 of the 5 Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave and on this week's pod we'll have the usual save updates, a discussion on cup competitions and the quiz but let's see who I'm joined by this week. We have got Joe, Friday Night FM, how's it going?
1: How you doing David?
0: I'm very good thank you, very good indeed. Um, making a return to the pod, Mr Herb, how's it going? Oh, very
2: well man, how are you?
0: Very good. Welcome back. Thanks. And finally, last but no by no means least, honest Chris. Kersey how's it going? Are you in your normal room? I am. Uh, if I pull this green screen down, we've got the printer and everything behind.
3: <laughs> aids, aids, print the aids printer.
0: Uh, yeah, the aids printer. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I don't like good change.
3: Kid? Yeah, I'm yeah, all right. Nice I'm all right.
0: Good. Right, uh, before we start off with the save update, so Football Manager did drop a little teaser trailer for Football Manager 2020. There wasn't much to look into in regards to the game, but I'd assume all three of you have have seen that trailer?
1: Yes. I didn't understand it.
3: Me neither.
0: Okay, he's shaking his head as well. I I mean,
3: we already knew Football Manager 20 was going to be a thing. Yeah. So to drop a trailer like that doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I think it was more in the about PL, the stadia, yeah. wasn't it? That's, it
1: that's what it feels like to me. It feels like there is going to be a game and look, shiny, shiny. Mm.
0: It just seemed like more social. It just seemed it was very social media sort of integrated. Um, does that mean something for the game, do you reckon? Or not? I hope not. Yeah. I think I think that's uh, the thoughts of many people. Yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting one. But I thought it he was has, just the, he more, has, the
2: pre-order,
1: yeah. wasn't it? He has, I, I think, think it's that, isn't it? It's, it's now con- available for pre-order, and he has said, kind of, September, we'll get the proper announcements.
3: But then he said, oh, that's annoying, isn't it, in itself? Because he did say earlier in the month, oh, yeah, stuff will start to be announced in August. And it was that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. come on. He's <laughs> a keen <laughs> fisherman. <laughs> yeah. He is a keen fisherman. He does it well to be fair.
0: Man like Miles. Uh the biggest disappointment was that we saw no talking wolves in it. But well, you know, we're I'm not I'm not offended at or anything in sports in That's camp. not a
1: disappointment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh we'll move on to save updates now. Um Herb, how have you been getting on in the world of football manager? Have you had much time to play it recently?
2: No, I haven't really played the Orient Safe. Um I was away over the bank holiday weekend, and before that, had a couple of streams, but just st- st- struggling to get back into. It. I'm in the championship. We stayed up. We had a nice end of season where we struggled. We got we got a good team, I think. I just I've it's it's getting late in the season, and I'm I'm struggling with the old motivation to get back in.
1: I was just wondering because you went to Scotland at the weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Did you go and see your granddad's team, Fort William? <laughs> Granddad, Loki's <laughs> not oh, you, you, you could be Loki Dokey.
2: Hey, I just put a beanie on. That's how I'm launching. That's, that's the... Okie dokey wizard spokey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't on this pod for you to t- treat me like this, Joe. But no, uh... I haven't played Football Manager. I've been struggling with it. So, um, no, it's not good. Uh, in the YouTube uh, Journeyman save, I managed to get fired, which was good. <laughs> um, I think... Technically, I've been fired more times than proudly this this FM, so that's gone well. And because I've set myself the stipulation of being just within London, uh, struggling to find a job. So I've got the World Cup to take on. I'm an England manager as well. I'm going to do that and see if uh, any of the, the bigger London clubs fire their manager. Otherwise, I think that's that's game over.
0: Have you got a really good left back for the World Cup as well? Uh No. Yeah, you have.
2: <laughs> Dave as a party is the England left back. Come on, it the boys makes me sick, but yeah, I actually have to play you.
0: Curt, you had to, you had a Dave as a party as well on your save. Yeah, so you you started
3: at like Dulwich Hamlet, I think, or somewhere like that. Big club, and then moved to uh, somehow you got to move to Leeds. I don't think you ever played for them, but now you've uh, you found yourself out of contract, but you've just been picked up by Lincoln. And slotted straight into their under-23 squad. So,
0: I'm progressing, getting there, slowly but surely. Have you played much Football Manager in between? I mean, for anyone listening, the recording time between the last pod and this pod is very, very short. So save updates are probably quite thin anyway.
3: Yeah, I I have played a a few more games. Um, Alexi has started his Arsenal career incredibly well. He's banging in the goals. He's loving life. Um, But um, hopefully... Potentially, I'm going to be speaking to her later about a possible network save for the end of FM19. Nice, FM 19. So nice. That, nice. Could be, that could be a thing. Um, if we can, if we can work out some sort of schedule, then, uh, then yeah, we could, we could get on it.
0: Any team suggestions?
3: Nothing as yet. This is literally the first time that we've been able to. To get
0: in the same yes. room, so uh, I reckon you should do something like bomb at Christmas just for like a year, see what happens. <laughs> I am joking. Are they, still called,
1: are they called Kansas City Wizards still?
0: <laughs> Kansas City Wizards. Herb shaking no. his head. He's not happy. No, Joe, you've been on the United save.
1: Oh mate, smashed it! Um, I think was it last time we we had? I think we had six games left, um, and I was playing it obviously last night. You you listened to me play the FA Cup final. And the Champions League final. So, a bit of pressure because it will be spoilers. This will be out on the Monday. So, hopefully, by the time this pod is out, there will be an update on Season 2. Because I've literally just finished Season 2. It um, would be nice for, you know, Curtie and Duke to spend a bit of time on it. But, you know, I have... Hold- I'll, I'll jump on it. <laughs> but it will be good... I think season two, I've made most. Of, I've made all the signings. I've pretty much, and I've played the whole season, so it's started to become my save. So I'll, I'll give it up for a
3: little bit. I'm about tomorrow, so I might well jump on it. So I'll, I'll upload it later.
0: Good. I love it. I love it. Um, in regards to the wall save out of the FA Cup, European Shock. dream is very much at risk now because I don't think I'm going to get top six either. The dream. Uh, yeah, the dream, just the the dream. Yeah, You're um, taking this team
3: backwards, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've just been tipped to become the Arsenal manager, but I'm f- I'm the f- I'm fifteen to one to be the next manager sacked in the Premier League. I mean, it's still pretty high odds. Um, but we're just too inconsistent. Timo Werner's started; the goals have started to dry up from him. Luckily, Vinicius Junior all of a sudden, you know, three quarters of a season too late, uh, started finding his scoring boots. So he scored about six in his last sort of six games, I think. Um, but I've, I, I, there's this guy that really angrily commented on my last video, saying, "What's the point of you having the transfer window? You haven't strengthened your defence one bit." <laughs> and um, I think he was right, to be honest, because we just keep losing to like Stoke and Cardiff and stuff. So I love it when I, people I'll, I'll
3: get just... upset about football manager saves.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had uh, we in one of the episodes, I played against West Brom, and I'll, we we battered him, but the score was only two nil. But we we battered him, so I put as the title uh, "Black Country Thrashing. The first comment was um good performance but it's not really a, a thrashing if it's only 2-0. So I was like, uh so I've I've put like on today's title I've really dumbed it down I've just put FA Cup. That's it. That's the title of the video. So That's clickbait. I think I think they'll uh, they'll be disappointed anyway. Um let's move on to the main topic. So obviously this week the week of recording it's been sort of the start of the introduction of the Premier League teams joining the Carabao Cup so the second round. And with that, obviously, the introduction, um, as I say, of the Premier League teams, we're aware that this competition's not really prioritised, and the big teams tend to use this sort of cup as a chance to rotate the squad and give youngsters some game time. But when it comes to FM, the money isn't really there, but it's a real chance of winning a trophy. Do we change our mindset for this sort of cup competition? It tends to be a cup competition where the boards say, it's not really important what happens in here. Um... We'll start off, Carabao Cup especially. Is this sort of cup just for a backup goalkeeper or do you tend to, to rotate the whole squad, boys?
3: I te- I, well, I mean, I, I, I tend to rotate, to be honest. But then I've been in saves where I've been like, I don't know, five seasons deep and I've not won anything. So you, you go, all right, okay, I'm going to take the Carabao Cup seriously and then you never fucking win it anyway. Um. So, I don't know, Uh, for me, like, I rotate my teams anyway. I always try and sort of have a squad where I have effectively two 11s and a a few youngsters kicking around. Um, And I generally will try and play, like, a second string with, you know, with youngsters in and amongst uh, the 11. But Carabao Cup, I just, I've never really cared about it. I've never really cared about it. I think the last time I won it, it might have been in FM 16 with West Ham. Um, Go on, Hi-ins. Hi-ins. Yeah. Hi-ins. But <laughs> it's just one of those competitions. It's just like it's. It, well, I don't know. Do Premier League teams really need to be in the Carabao Cup?
0: Mm. I've got the Czech Trade Trophy, or whatever. it's called cool for the other one, not they? But well, even that's a bit that's of a, a fucking waste of time, isn't it? Because all the yeah. under twenty three teams, it's got the under yeah. 23s, it? yeah.
1: But Dave, like as a Wolves fan, and obviously myself and Herbert West Ham fans, wouldn't you love that day at Wembley, even if it's just the Carabao Cup?
0: Well, yeah, because it's a ch- it's a chance for. You. Well, I mean, in real life terms, it's obviously a chance to get European football as well. I've always mm. like, especially on Football Manager in the wall Save, I've tended to sort of not prioritise, but actually think of these sort of domestic cups as quite important because if your team doesn't quite do it and isn't quite consistent enough in the league, in my opinion, especially the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup, where the big teams maybe don't take it as serious, that's your best passageway to get into the Europa League, um, or European competition. So. I think I think especially sort of I know in real life teams aren't really taking it seriously, but it's especially in football manager if you want quite an easy access to Europe, I think that's probably the way to go.
2: But it, I keep finding that I, I'm the same as Katie. I don't prioritise it until you're you're looking like you're not going to win anything. All of a sudden, it's, come on, Carrow Cup. That's the one. Yeah, I'll always meet a Man City or an Arsenal in a quarter or semi final who play a full strength team, and I get absolutely dicked on. And I think, well, what's the fucking point? It was, I've wasted now my my best squad in the middle of two Premier League games where I need the points, and now I've got nothing.
1: I'm very similar to Curty that I have, you know, when we talk about this all the time, I have a, basically two two elevens, and every cup game, and I suppose with United, even in in Europe, when we was in the Europa League, I would play that second string side just to make sure that everyone's getting game time. You know, the morale doesn't, you know, do you over. But in the West Ham save, I did prioritise the Cups and I actually rested players in the league so that they would be fresh for the Cups. And I did win the Carabao Cup with West Ham.
3: You flip-reversed it. I flip-reversed it. Yeah, you see, I, I don't know. Like I, I often make promises to players that I'm going to play them and never do. So I, I just see that as an opportunity to, to give them those starts that those players are, are craving. I assume it I assume it still counts like in cup competitions and it's not just like for league starts when you when you start making promises to, to players. But um yeah, I like I I won the FA Cup with Forest last year. I also lost in the final to a championship team a couple of <laughs> seasons before that. Um and I think, well, to be fair, when I won it, I beat Man United in the final, and anyone that follows me knows how much of a nemesis Man United have been for me in the last couple of seasons. So that was quite nice to get one over. But that's the FA Cup, you know. It's it's a bit different, really. Um, the Carabao Cup, I just God, don't really care. Don't really. It is care. that
0: competition. The board they always say not important. Well, if you know, you're if confidence. you're
3: a if you're a bigger club, yeah. I mean, if you're like. A, the thing is, if you're if you're a middle sort of a middling club in the Premier League, they, they might say, yeah, we want you to get to the quarterfinals or whatever. But you could go out in the in the third round, and they don't give a shit either. So, mm-hmm. you know, it never has any kind of detrimental effect on on your managerial performance. You know, obviously, obviously like it's factored into Football Manager that the board are going to care less if you go out in an early round in that competition. So I don't know. If the board don't care, then I don't care either.
1: Very small tangent. Obviously, Carabao Cup. What do we all remember it as?
3: Ooh. See, That'd I'm Coca Cola Cup. See, I'm. Yeah, I'm oh, I, I think I'm Coca Cola. Coca Cola or Carling. Um, Carling. I nearly, I nearly said rumbleows,
0: but yeah. <laughs> Carling Cup was the one, or Capital One Cup, because that was it was that for a couple of years as well. Was yeah, it the Worthington's yeah. Cup for a bit? It was. Yeah, it
1: was the Worthington Cup. Yeah. Worthington Cup. Yeah, even sponsors, even
3: sponsors don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've sides, uh it's classed if you well, it's classed as the EFL Cup, isn't it? But even that sounds a bit strange. So, well, that's yeah, just like anyway. a generic non-sponsor. Yeah, the League Cup's fine. Um, obviously, Joe sort of spoke about it earlier. Having his second eleven, There's, say for argument say you do start playing a rotated side throughout most of the rounds? S- say you got to the final, and this rotated side got you there. Would you stick with that rotated side, or would you bottle it and go sort of full strength?
3: Uh, no loyalty whatsoever. If 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 my <laughs> if my rotated side got to the semi-finals, like that's when I start thinking, okay, this might be something. You know, we can we can pick up a trophy here. That's when the big boys come out. So uh, yeah, no 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 loyalty to to any of my players. Uh, it's a squad game, right? It's a squad game. Use the squad.
1: Very honest, of you there? Nice,
0: Chris.
1: I um I actually will stick with the team, and I I hate myself for it. Although I say actually the United save, I think the FA Cup final was pretty much a, the strongest team. I'd have to look. I can't remember. Normally I would stick with the team that got them there. I have a feeling I might have, might have just avoided that because we was playing City and Jurgen Klopp's the manager, and I've beaten him once in like about ten games.
3: So you did stick with it or you didn't?
1: Oh, I can't. I'm going to have to look and it will be in the update that will be on WeStreamfm.com. Hopefully when you're listening to this. I need to have a See, look at that.
2: I think I never go for a full rotation. I always go kind of half and half to keep it going. But I always find the Carabao Cup is one of those. It's like, um, for lack of a better word, it's like the Dick Tease Cup. By the time I start getting excited about it in the semis or the final, I end up getting Nothing. So I'm like, I don't care about this. Don't care about this. I'll play anyone. Gets towards the big games. Start trying a little bit harder. End up with jack shit.
3: Well, how many how many trophies you won so far this year, Herb? Uh, uh, a few. I've,
2: I've, the only one I haven't won is the Champions League, I think.
3: Okay, I see. I'm not mocking because all I've won is like the conference and the, the, <laughs> yeah, champ- so the, the championship. I won for the for the,
2: the journey, you can man, only win what I've you're in. Gone. That's
3: true. You can only win what you're in.
2: I think the champ, the Champions League is the only one I haven't won with the West Ham save. I did the Europa twice, and
0: kept bottling the Champions League final. Next year, I'm going to win all five Champions Leagues in my new save.
3: Is it with Wolves? Man Is <laughs> it the European nightmare?
0: I'm doing the Pennington challenge, mate. I'm going to risk it. Was that the, the, pe- actually, the is, this, is this the actual announcement? You are committing to it. I don't know. Like, I just keep thinking about it. I was at work today, like thinking about intros and stuff that I could do. It's really tempting. I saw
3: your me. not so subtle hint on Twitter. Yeah. Where you just- someone goes,
0: "Are you managing Lil?" <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> that, that'll be dope. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I think I don't know. I, I think I rotate, but I think I'm similar to you, Curry. I think once I sort of realize, hold on, I might actually have a chance of doing this. I think I'd, I'd go with the big boys. Um, I think the Carabao Cup is that one that you can sort of have that easy road towards the semis, and then it's a two-legged semi-final. So if you get one of the big boys, you can't even sort of almost fluke a, a, a result because chances are you're going to get it done in the second leg. Um, I don't know if I, w- I definitely won a cup competition, but I think it was the FA. Was it the FA Cup? I won. No, no I did. I-, I won Carabao Cup the first year against Liverpool. I think I'd done someone like Arsenal in the in the semis. Oh, I can't remember anyway. But yeah, I think I'm similar. Um, in regards to cup wins this year or or whichever whichever year of football manager, is there any memorable cup wins that you guys remember? Whether that be in the final or maybe a big upset. Kurt, I remember you had a couple of upsets uh, with the shots in the FA Cup, didn't you? I think.
3: Yeah, I I got to the. Uh, did I get? To the, I got to the quarterfinals, didn't I? I beat. Yeah. I remember beating uh, Aston Villa. We absolutely smashed Aston Villa. Managed by John Terry. <laughs> they turned up at the wreck and we beat I think we beat them 3 0 or something. Then we beat um I can't remember who we beat in the following round, but it was another Premier League club. And obviously this is all like all on stream. Um so, you know, no savory loading. Um but yeah, we got to the quarterfinals of the cup. I think we finally lost to Chelsea. Um but it was a hell of a hell of a run for us and did us well, did us well financially, although I think the cup run coincided with the board forcing the sale of Alecci, which was a bit annoying. But it did mean we had quite a lot of money in the bank um, and no one to buy because obviously we're all the shot, no one wants to come to us. Um, <laughs> but it was it was fun while it lasted, definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I alluded to last year's FA Cup win with Forrest against United in the final against my nemesis Mourinho who I'm quite looking forward to and who's you know he's not going to be in FM 20 unless anything ha- dramatic happens between now and, and release date. Um, that was uh, that was that was great fun. Uh, beating Monaco in the Europa League Cup as well, Europa League Club, Europa League, <laughs> uh, last season 4 0 in the League final. Trophy. Uh, that was yeah. that was tremendous, but yeah, like as I've said plenty of times recently silverware's been a bit thin on the ground in the old Curti household. So uh, I tend to remember them uh, possibly more than others would because there haven't been that many.
2: <laughs> As I say I remember, I remember the losses more than the the bloody wins. So I know with the West Ham, say, we did the Europa League a couple of times, but I remember distinctly losing to PSG in the Champions League final where we went on an epic run to get there. We never We didn't deserve to be in the final. We got our way through and then forty on the what is it, the forty third or something minute, my right back, Costina, one one name, got sent off. And then that was it. On the forty-fourth minute, Neymar scores the free kick that that the guy got sent off for, and that was game over. And it is that result is burned in my memory. So um it's the losses that get me
0: more than the wins. I um I remember a couple of years ago I did an Ajax save on YouTube, the Ajax Army. The OGs know about that one. Um, the first season we somehow shit-housed our way to a Champions League final somehow playing up against Benfica so all the big boys I think we knocked out Real Madrid on the way and stuff and um, I think we I think we, we, won the loop and lost the Champions League final 2-1 in the end like the most winnable Champions League final you could have for a club of Ajax's size and we lost out to, to Benfica um, I remember FM 12 this was going back Um, how old was I then so 8 years ago uh, like Six yeah. or something. I, I wasn't really. Um, I had a I had a girl come round and not not my current girlfriend. I'm sure she isn't listening. Um, I had I a girl hope. come round. and The laptop was on as the FA Cup final was starting. I was Spurs manager against United, and I was two 0 down. And the last twenty minutes, we come back and won three two. And I was celebrating. She didn't have she didn't have a clue. She she didn't appreciate it enough. So uh, that's probably one of the most memorable uh, cup cup victories I've had on Football Manager. How
1: did you celebrate?
0: <laughs> um, no, I was, I was about twelve, so it wasn't he a Capri Sun. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mine, mine's a little bit like her, but I've, I've mentioned it on the pod before. Um, it was, it was a loss, and it was in the network, save with Res. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's like we played Browns or someone like that in in was River Plate, and I lost the game. They didn't have a shot or a shot on target. And end up losing on penalties. Ouch. Now that's how you do cup ups yeah. it.
3: How annoying is that though? Like when you I don't know, you've had a really good run to the final, you've beaten a couple of big names along the way, and then you're you're paired up against, I don't know, Brighton or someone in the FA Cup final, and then you lose. Like, that is so deflating. So deflating. Because you've like you've built yourself up in your mind. You've beaten United on the way. You've beaten Liverpool, whatever. Looks like an easy final. And then you get beat after absolutely smashing the opposition. But you get done on the counter or something. So have Rez, <laughs> you, have
1: to, you have to ask Rez, mate. You have to ask Rez. Go a whole season unbeaten and then lose to
2: me on the we final the day. That's last day. That, that's so. But I've had that yeah, quite mate. a lot this, this year. Just teams having great runs all the way through. And in inter- big game, just teams don't turn up at all. It's like, well, hang on a minute. Nothing's changed. What is going on? Why have you guys just sacked it off now? I always wondered whether it's because I usually build teams with quite young players. It's
1: your tactics, mate. It's not me tactics. 100% is <laughs> your tactics. It's your
0: tactics. Um, finally, I know Joe's definitely done this against me on the O-Classico save. Have any of you trained for penalties before a big cup game? Whether that be the third round or the final, I know, Joe. You definitely have because you done me against Benfica Porto. It's
3: one of those things, isn't it? You hear other people doing it, and you think that's a fucking great idea, and then never I, I never do it. But like, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? Like, if it goes to penalties, doesn't it increase your chances by like one percent or something like that? It's, oh. Yeah, it's like a net's cock, is it? But but one percent is one percent <laughs> marginal gains. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, no, I've I've never done it, but it is all it was always like one of those things where I go, Oh yeah, I should have done that after I've lost on penalties.
2: Yeah. I have neglected training this year. I'll throw that out there. I've I delved into it for the first two weeks and then I was like, nah, I'm not as good at this as I'd need to
3: be. Let's just leave it. What what about anyone else with training? Like
0: I, I the sim- first part of this the game. I wasn't obsessed with it, I I would do, like, months in advance. But now I've I've sort of the same. I've sort of neglected it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I, I started off doing it. And then what I what I found myself doing as the game's gone on is the assistant does it and then I amend it kind of for every three-week block. So I'll just go in and take out what I don't want to do and then add what I do want to do.
0: It probably shows why I've been playing so bad the last couple of years. I've just I haven't given a shit about training. So that's probably why... Um... Stuff like that is has gone. I, I've I, the only thing I, I tend to do a bit is like the team bonding. If the morale's sort of down a little bit, I don't know if it has a huge effect, but it seems to work a little bit for that sort of thing as well.
3: See, I um, I I I change it every week. Um, I use the presets and then add stuff or or subtract stuff. You know, whatever. Um, like if I've got a tough away game or something, I might bang in set pieces or. Or something like that, but I I I do like it's become part of my routine now, where I just I change it every single every single week. Obviously, it comes in with like the assistant's suggestion or whatever, but very very rarely do I ever sort of stick with the the plan that he's got. I'm really enjoying it. I really enjoy the training aspect. I don't know, I don't know, like I haven't measured any of the effects that I what I do or anything like that, but I do, I do enjoy kind of messing around with that every week.
0: Do you think they can add anything to training? For next year, I mean, I think we touched on this before, but well,
3: it'd be interesting to see um, figures for how many people actually use it, or how many people mm-hmm. like you know, like like Joe was saying there, like he, you know, he'll he'll sort of amend stuff um, on the fly, um, and I imagine that's probably how a lot of people use it. But I, I don't know, I quite I quite like it. I just would like to be able to see results, uh, and, and how, how what I'm doing is affecting yeah. uh, individual players or or groups of players or whatever. And I suppose,
2: you, yeah, if you can see that it's working or not working, you might go in and try and do more of it or less of it. Yeah. At the moment, it's like, uh, I don't really see any difference either way. I'd rather spend that extra 10 minutes pissing around with my tactic that's or obviously not working.
1: For me, I think the most kind of powerful thing is actually having the training rating. I think yeah, that like drives that.
2: me to do have
1: take more decisions, as in praising, you know, good performances and taking into account like United James Garner. is it James Garner? Yeah, yeah. The, he's like the like he's like a more defensive minded midfielder, but he's he's a youngster with some really great attributes and he trains really well. Him and Mason Greenwood are like nine point eight or tens every week, and I'm like, if they're being that positive, I want to play them in the team, you know. So it's that just getting that little training report with a good little number. It does influence kind of my squad
3: selection. Have you found? And I don't know if this is a bug or what. Have you found like when someone I don't know? Sometimes someone will come up with like a a five point eight rating or something. So you go in and bollock them, just say like, "Look, your training's not been up to scratch." And then when it goes comes back onto the screen, it's gone up to like a six point two or something. Have you ever seen that? That that was a bug.
2: That uh, was a bug at release.
3: I see it all the time. I don't know. Mine, I fixed no. it. No. I've seen. It was a
2: bucket release. I, on the on the early access day, I noticed that when I was pushing it, it was moving it.
1: I like the um, when you criticize a player for training, and they basically just have a go at you back, and going, you're having a laugh, and yeah, yeah. My training's been excellent. You're like, right. See you in the reserve, son.
0: <laughs> do you, do you um do you see any patterns sometimes with that? Like, I, I see a lot of obviously it all makes sense, but the people that are worst performing in training are the ones that aren't really getting much game time. And the ones that tend to be the best performers are the younger, more talented players that are getting a little bit more game time.
3: Yeah, I guess players who have got a lot, of, still got a lot of growth, will will generally train better. Um, yeah. I tend to build squads that are relatively determined as well, and you know, or, or like professional or determined personalities. So I guess that that helps. Often it's older players. Older players will often have bad, you know sort of consistently bad weeks or like players with low morale players that aren't interested so recently um i've transfer listed burnt leno he's like 33 years old um but he wants to leave because he's not getting enough game time but ever since i put him on the transfer list he's been like coming back every single week with just poor training performances so maybe it's a combination of his age and his squad status and then because he's unhappy you can't actually tell him
1: that you're unhappy with his training, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can't, have, you can't, have you can't to talk them. to players. <laughs> oh man, um, well, I think we've had a good chat there, obviously, about co- competitions, a little bit about training as well. Um, I think we've got a few, well, time for a few questions as well. As always, guys, if you do have any questions to the pod at five star pod on Twitter, um. And obviously, we'll add them to the vault and it will get answered in the next few podcasts. So, we'll start off with a question from Mad FM, Paul. Uh, he says, Keen or Ken uh, to Everton, Catroni to Wolves. Uh, is this type of shock transfer? Well, does football manager 20 need to change to reflect these types of surprise moves? And would this never happen in the AI? Do you think shock moves, those two?
1: A little bit. I mean, the AI transfer dealings have always kind of left a lot to be desired, haven't they? That you know, you always tend to see the same players sa- signing for the same clubs. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that you get surprising deals done. But, you know, you'll see, you'll see big transfers, obviously like Man City in the United Save, signed Mbappe. So you'll get like big signings like that. But I think he's, when you're looking at players with have probably got really good potential like Cotroni and uh, Moise Keane do you expect them to be joining a Wolves and an Everton rather than where they probably would end up joining a Man City a Man United and Arsenal Chelsea Liverpool um, I, I think it's been years hasn't it that people have said that the AI's transfer activity is something that needs to be looked at um, but I can't say this this year that I've noticed anything like I, I haven't noticed a manager going out and signing twenty left backs in a season.
0: Yeah, I suppose the the there's um, what was I gonna say? My issue would it be if they do this AI thing? They'd have to, they would have to be careful with sort of how they do it because you you don't want to see like a, a League One team signing you know lower Premier League standard players. I can understand sort of the random the randomness of stuff, but. Um, that's the only concern I would. You're going to get ridiculous signings for every league. Um, but I, I have seen, I think, which is quite realistic, teams like Newcastle have had takeovers and started spending some big money on some big players. Um, so I think money can talk in that sense as well. And that's sort of probably what's happened in real life with Keane and, and Cotroni as well, I'd, I'd assume. There,
3: there are so many like super agents now, aren't there, as well? So I think you'll you'll probably end up seeing more moves like that um, yeah. Because so many players come under an umbrella of one agent, you know, it might there might be kind of sub agents almost below the super agent, but like all the contacts and and all that kind of stuff, like is, is so prevalent in the game now. Um, that it wouldn't surprise me if you start seeing more more moves like that. And ultimately, these these you know we've had like generations now of of young players who have gone to big clubs and just not fucking prospered and not got any game time. So why wouldn't some of these players, like Catroni, for example, why wouldn't he want to move to, to a club like Wolves where, you know, okay, yeah, he's not started that many games so far, but I'm sure eventually he will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense, like, for, good of, for the good of their careers, plus they're still getting paid the sort of wages they'd get at a big club. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it makes sense, really.
0: Right. Uh, uh, we'll move on to another one quickly. Uh, we'll move on to this one from Grieve Seventeen. I think we have spoke about it before. But what is the best way to develop a promising youngster that's about two or three years off first team standard? If you have a top notch training facilities but can't give them game time, are loans for first team football always best? Um, if they're
3: under eighteen. Generally, if you've got a decent youth set up, keep them in that youth set up. If they're over 18 and they're still not good enough for first team, loan them out because they'll benefit from the first team experience. Um, although, if if I think a youngster's going to be good enough within a couple of years, I will generally keep them in and around my first team and and play them uh, when I have the opportunity to do so. But yeah, over 18, like they'll really see the benefit of first team experience. So if you're not going to play them, at least loan them out.
0: You, you know, uh, Ben Curry, as because I'm I'm sort of in a similar uh, situation at the moment with Wolves, you, uh, you've you got players, sort of say, for argument's sake, between the ages of 18 and 21 or 23. Um, if you think they're almost good enough, but maybe not quite good enough, to cement a place in the first team, as you say, you keep them in and around that squad. What do you do when they're not quite breaking into the first 11 or the subs bench? Do you tend to make them available for the un- t- under-23s? or?
3: Well, the thing is, they they'll have, you know... <laughs>
0: I'm always scared of not playing him and almost stunting their development with them just sat in like outside my match day squad without playing him in the under twenty. But then if,
3: if you don't think they're good enough, you know, keep them to sell maybe. Because you know, it's every player is an asset, whether he's an asset to you or an asset to your bank balance, um it's one of those things. Like if you're if you're not convinced a player's good enough or will be good enough in a couple of years' time, that's when I think you should be loaning them out.
1: See, I, I use the development list quite a lot um, for players similar to you, Kurt. Dave will remember from the Classico save that I will always highlight the players I think have got good potential and that I am you know could potentially replace someone in the first team. Dave will remember that I, I always put a star next to their name. Um, so like set a nickname, put a star. So it's always, if anything comes up, comes up in a news item or a transfer request, it's just that quick reminder, hang on, I've... I've picked him out for a reason. So any loan offers, I never send them if it's going to be rotation or anything like that has to be first team or key key player. And then I'll always look at the club that he's going to and see what facilities they've got as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I normally justify whether sending them out on loan or keeping them in our own kind of youth setup is what what I'll do. But I tend to, I I tend to try and loan as many players out because I don't trust their own youth development. And I don't know if anyone else uses it, but kind of with my first team players, we, we talked earlier about having two sets of 11s. I always make sure that any player that isn't playing regularly, I set them that they can play in the under 23s or the under 18s. Literally every time you get that message come through, I'm always looking at right like, who needs game time to just keep them always sharp. Um, and I think sometimes if you do, if you've got a 25 man first team squad, are those younger players going to get the game time if you're setting those players to play in the reserves as well? So I, I try and find the balance.
2: Yeah, I think I'm the same. if I will try and keep, if I think they, they, they are good enough, I'll keep them as part of my second 11. My second 11 will normally be made up of a lot of young players, but I always favour the loans. Make sure they're first team, make sure they're key player. Because also I'll do half year and a full year review of the stats. So how well they've played in different positions, look at defenders separately, look at midfielders separately, strikers. If they've been out on loan, you get the, the stats for them. I'm, you have to make sure that you're you've got enough detail being loaded in the game because sometimes some of them are a little bit dodgy. But it does, again, also you get to see, okay, what they're good at, what they're not good at. Maybe for defenders, you're looking at, is is he good at coming out? Is he good at making exceptions opposed to heading? Is there something you can work on? Which one of your defenders will he replace? And getting them out, giving them game time will help uh, do that as well. So I always tend to prefer to loan them out rather than keep him in.
0: Perfect, lads. Cheers for that. Uh, again, thanks to Mad FM and uh, Greave Seventeen for their questions. As I say, if you guys have got any questions, football manager related or, or what have you, uh, send them in to at Five Star Pod on Twitter. But now we'll we'll move on to Curti's quiz. Curti's quiz. Um, it's
3: a, it's another attribute quiz.
0: Come on, the boys. <laughs>
3: Uh, like Herb, did we, did you listen to the pod last week? Nope. No, no. Oh, okay. Damn. So, um, basically, <laughs> what I've done is I've loaded up the Football Manager editor. Boo! Right, oh, wait. and I've put myself. No, I haven't. And uh, <laughs> so, basically, there are f- as of the nineteen point three database. So, relevant to that, because obviously it's not... I can't... For some reason, I can't upload an updated database. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I can't do it. So, as of the 19.3 database, there are 42 players playing in the Premier League who have finishing that is at least 15. Right? So, I'm going to go round the room, and you have to tell me one of those players... And you get a bonus point if you get the um, the figure right for their finishing attribute. So, potentially, each round, potentially two points on offer per person. Herb, you happy with that? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm scared. Okay. I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with you, then. Oh, so, we're going to go around four times. Like I say, potentially two points per person per round up for grabs. Herb name me a player remember there are 42 as of the 19.3 database can i remember any of their attributes
2: uh so, okay so aguero aguero yeah
3: okay is in there
2: and i think his is quite i don't think it's the highest i think he has got
3: 16 you're saying 16 it's got to be higher than that um. It is 17. So just, oh, oh, I knew it wasn't. Just
0: just the one point for you there. Okay.
3: At least brain's working. Good As a party.
0: I'm going to go Harry Kane. Okay. I was going to say 18, but I think with Aguero, is it 7? Uh, no, I'll stick with 18. Go on, 18.
3: Harry Kane is in there, obviously.
0: It, it better not be 17, Kirti.
3: His finishing... Is
0: actually the best
3: in the league. It's nineteen.
0: Nineteen. Oh, bloody mm. heck! Take it.
3: Best slash joint. Best. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> that is emoji. Joe, I'm
1: trying to do logic, so I'm going to go Bobby Firmino.
3: Roberto Firmino. Fifteen. Oh, mm. he's not in there. How many of these are we doing? We're we'll going around four times. Four. A Liverpool striker's not in there. A Liverpool striker Bobby Firmino is not in there. Round two, Dave, you're up first this time.
0: I'll go. Jamie Vardy, fifteen. Jamie no, that, Vardy actually. is in there.
3: His finishing is sixteen.
0: Oh, <laughs> so just the one point. We'll take the point. We'll take the point.
1: Joe, Gabriel Jesus, sixteen.
3: Gabriel Jesus is in there, and his finishing is fifteen. Oh, just the one, just the one point. Herb, who you got? Um, yang Ooh, okay. He's in there. I'm oh, good. I was just checking. Oh, 17 no, surely 15. not surely not I think That's, he has Bamiang is in there
0: he's finishing is 16
2: oh i've going to go 16
0: you know stupid. I was going to I had a Bamiang on my list but That's I just thought game. for some reason because of his pace he, I, I thought the game would downgrade his like finishing a bit obviously not border
3: right uh, Joe you could do with a, a two pointer here it, Joe. Uh
1: Lukaku seventeen.
3: Romelu Lukaku is in there. He's at Inter. He is at Internet. Oh, yeah, what did you say for his finishing? <laughs> seventeen. Um,
1: you... you had written down?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's on your uh, I think I said seventeen, yeah. His finishing He's 16. is sixteen. He's fifteen. Ooh. So just the one point there. Herb. Big Herb the Nerd. So it, forty-two players with forty-two 15 finishing. players with okay. fifteen finishing so, or above.
2: So, oh.
3: Salah, Mohamed Salah please, is in there. Please. Yes,
2: <laughs> sixteen. Everyone's been sixteen. Let's go 16. sixteen. Incredibly,
0: his mom still buys his trousers. He's
3: finishing his 18.
0: Oh. oh, man. Ouch.
3: So just the one point. Dave, a two-pointer could really put you in control here. Me? Yeah. Um,
0: I'm going to go Alexandre Lacazette. Okay. Lacazette is in there. I'm going to go 16. I was going to go 15, but I'll go 16.
3: Or sure, you don't want to go 15? 16. It's 16. <laughs> Come on. Oh, get in there. Two points. <laughs> Come oh, on. Eight. Right, Joe, you need two points here. You need two points. Eden You're Hazard. Straighten yourself. Eden 17. Oh, Hazard. He's at Real Madrid. 17. Hazard's not in there, Joe. What? <laughs>
2: shame can I change
3: either. Ashley Barnes 20 <laughs> <laughs> you've got it up the razz <laughs> yeah so no points there in the final round uh, Herb a two point here would put the pressure on Dave <sighs> one point and you've got a you're hoping that he gets one wrong strikers yeah who I That's guess the, game. the
2: attributes of so let's go for Callum Wilson.
3: Callum Wilson. Interesting.
2: Because I think he's got quite high.
3: Callum Wilson. And he's got
2: other attributes that let him down. He's in there. Yeah. I think he's got... Oh, if it's 16 again, i want to cry. 17?
3: Surely not. Callum Surely Wilson, not. As confirmed, is in the list. And he has a finishing attribute. Of seventeen.
2: Yes, come what? on! In your face! Get no. in there, you
3: furry-faced fuck. Yes. Right, Dave. Smashed <laughs> it. A point to don't. tie. Two points to win. Don't shit oh, the don't bed, shit in I I Dave. Don't um, shit the bed. You shit yourself Dave. last week.
0: <laughs> I've got one written down. He's got to be in there. Olivier Giroud. And I'm gonna go. 16.
3: Olivier Giroud.
0: He's got to be in there. Come on.
3: Is in the list. Ooh. 16, you're saying, for his finishing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or well, whatever you've got on your screen, either or. I can tell you
3: that Olivier Giroud, as of the 19.3 update, <laughs> has a finishing value.
0: Come on. What's than Anted deck
3: of sixteen. Oh, oh, he's God, pulled, it he's the the pulled it out the bag.
0: <laughs> Come on.
3: He's got football manager open. <laughs>
0: well,
3: <laughs> he is a researcher to be fair. Yeah, yeah. So uh i written down, apparently. In th- <laughs> yeah. In third place, two <laughs> points, Mr. Friday night FM. In second place on five oh. points, Big Herb the nerd. It's top score. Out on his own, six points, it's Mr. Dave as a party. Well played.
0: Tremendous once again. Tremendous quiz.
3: Um, Lazy
0: quiz. Oh, was fun. Oh, I, like I like it. it though. Everyone else like that one? Because I certainly yeah. do. Easy. Well, I like I, it because I, I won. I got, I got answers
2: right and I didn't really have to think too hard. So, uh, yeah, that's good.
0: Perfect. Well, as always, it's kind of a short pod today, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. That brings episode 106 to a close, you can find links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and the we FM Discord server in the podcast description or by simply visiting westreamfm.com, where you can find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thanks for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye.
2: goodbye.